Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined today by a guy I've known for almost 30 years now, Clarence Hill, uh, the beat writer for the Fort Worth Star-Telegram for the Dallas Cowboys, uh, as well as the NFL. Uh, but I got to know Clarence first, I guess, back when he was covering the high school beat way. Uh, we both were covering the high school, high school beat 25 to 30 years ago. You just went up a couple of levels. I kind of stayed where I, I stayed where I was at. Uh, Clarence, also a University of Texas grad. Uh, and uh, a Schulenberg shorthorn uh, by, uh, by, that's where he's from. So we always had some good talks about that when we were back in the day. Uh, but anyways, the reason I'm bringing Clarence in and asking him to come in today, uh, because he was at, in Dallas last night with Steve Sarkeesian, Chris Del Conte. He had a couple of articles he wrote for the, the Stark Telegram today, and I just want to get it. But first of all, uh, I want to mention uh, what a great thing it is to have Clarence Hill with us. Clarence, thanks for joining us. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Again, I've been a fan of yours. You used to help me on recruiting way back in the day when I was, I think, uh, maybe I was in Victoria or Corpus Christi back in 92 or even before that in, when I was at Daily Texan back in, in the late 80s. But and then when I got to the Star Telegram, you were my recruiting uh, go-to guy. So uh, I, I certainly appreciate it. I followed your career as well. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things, Clarence, that uh, we all kind of grow up. And uh, I want to talk... I want to talk to you about your family too. You've got a daughter that I'm going to go ahead and mention it now. Uh, we all, as we grow up, we live through our daughters. Your daughter just won a prestigious award. I saw on Facebook uh, as, as we follow each other there. Tell us, tell everybody a little bit about it. Cause I know you're proud of it. And I think it's a great story. Well, I would have to say which daughter. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have two great daughters and my oldest uh, is at Howard University, and uh, she won the NAACP Image Award for leading some uh, protests uh, at Howard, and you know, and, and certainly enacting change and being a change agent in Howard. She wants to be a civil rights lawyer, and uh, she went to Euless Trinity, and and so that that was a huge deal for her and our family, and, and she she's you know got a lot of national recognition uh, for that. And my youngest daughter just won state in gymnastics. Uh, and I know that's not a UIL sport, but it is a state sport uh, with the Texas Gymnastic uh, High School Coaches Association. And she wants to stay on the bars and the beam. And so uh, she may want to go to Texas for college. So we'll see what that looks like. But uh, yeah, so I'm proud of both of my daughters. Fingers crossed, right? <laughs> She's going where the money takes her. Whoever gives the most money outside of AM in Oklahoma, she cannot go to AM in Oklahoma. <laughs> well, you did, that's a perfect segue where the money takes her. Uh, you were there last night uh, in Dallas uh, listening to both Chris Del Conte and Steve Sarkeesian take the mic. Uh, what were your thoughts on Chris, Chris Del Conte's comment of the, the NIL, and this is your quote, the NIL is our game. What does that mean to you? You know, um, you know, he was trying to, he, he wants to be old school. He, he wants to waffle a little bit between, um, 
you know, I believe in scholarships, you know, and, you know, we're going, you know, we got to find a way to, to, to find a happy medium, but he, he also understands that Texas has to be proactive. This is the wild, wild west and you have to compete. You know, we all know what A&M did in recruiting and, and what the NIL means to them. And, and certainly, you know, I, I, you know, actually I got him by myself first and then he talked uh, in front of the crowd. And, you know, we, we got into the Ocean Mathis just a little bit and this notion that Texas got outbid, you know, and he certainly wanted to shoot down the notion. I didn't write that, but the Texas got outbid. You know, that was more of a coach's decision because when Texas wants somebody, they will compete as they're competing with Jordan Allison. Uh, now, you know, they will compete. And, you know, I asked them initially, it's like, y'all, you know, this, y'all still the Joneses. He said, we never left that neighborhood. You know, we, we, you know, we, you know, as, as an old Delos Dodds quote of being, you know, the Joneses and with the money that Texas has, you know, they should be the Joneses. And, you know, if it's a money thing, they should never get out bid for guys they want. And, and so he went into the forum with the alumni and they were asking about the NIL and all that other stuff. He talked about, you know, I, I believe in scholarships. I believe the value of scholarships from a guy who was, you know, uh, obviously I'm from a home and, and that, that helped change my paradigm. But I also understand that this is the reality of today. This is the new age and we're going to lean into it. And, you know, with 500,000 Texas alumni, you know, this is our game. You know, we're not going to get out bid. He made a joke that, you know, give me, you know, the money that folds, not the money that jingles. You know, we're talking to the fans. But yeah, that's, I mean, Texas has to be proactive and lean into this because, you know, it's, you know, I, I think one of the, uh, former Georgia defensive end who's an ESPN analyst. What's his name? Um, David Pollack. David Pollack said that NIL means now it's legal. You know, so all the stuff that they were doing before under the table, it's on the table now. And you're going from the Big 12 to the SEC where they've been running, you know, Texas may have been going 65, they've been going 85 on the regular, on the speedway, okay? You, 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 you got to be in the game if you're going to play the game. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like uh, I hear what you're saying. And, uh, you know, the other question that are, another good piece you brought up uh, is you're there in Fort Worth, uh, obviously, right and writing for the Star Telegram, Gary Patterson, an institution at TCU. Uh, right. Uh, you, you wrote a piece today about him and how he's integrating himself into uh, the, the Texas football staff. Uh, what was what did you really learn from that interaction and, and what you wrote about today? Well, you know, the funny thing about it is that I never known Gary Patterson to be personal. <laughs> you know, you know, good football coach, but you know, a hard cuss and whatever else. And and Sarkeesian talking about how the players love him and the staff loves him and everybody's leaning into him. He's just a, you know, like that is that the Gary Patterson we remember from, <laughs> from TCU? I mean, but uh, you know. You know they're all in and they're ecstatic and 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 certainly uh, you know Sark understands what former head coaches mean to the staff just from his time with Saban because Saban's always had a lot of former head coaches on his staff that and it was all about winning getting the best guys there to win and it's not an ego thing and if you got an ego you know obviously Saban Saban's not threatened by anybody you know that's of course well is Sark going to be threatened by Patterson because of his skins on the wall and you know theoretically he has more skins than Patterson I mean not Patterson Sarkeesian Patterson has more skins than Sarkeesian but you know, it wasn't about that. It's about winning and trying to to put the best staff together to win now. You know, and I think that you know one thing I asked him later was that you know the, the sense of urgency of winning. You know, 
Gary Patterson example of we're trying to win now. You know, going after Jordan from Pittsburgh is an example of, yeah, I know he got one year left. And I know we you, we may have got a freshman quarterback or first year quarterback, but we're trying to win now. And we're going to do everything we can to put the best team on the field to win now. So that was all part of that. And, and, and keeping with that thinking, you bring in Patterson, he's not just there to oversee. He's not just there to give Sark another set of eyes. He's also there to implement change on the defense, which historically bad last year. You know, and you you look at all the numbers and they were awful. And, and you know what Patterson and his skins on the wall as a defensive guru and what he can do and bring to that team. So he wouldn't tell us the, the you know, exactly how they're going to implement and what they're going to implement, but said you don't bring Patterson on and not use him and use his schemes. Yeah. I, I feel like uh, I feel like you're you're getting to the crooks of what a lot of people were hoping uh, would happen uh, with the arrival of Gary Patterson, uh, Texas, to your point, uh, really poor on defense a year ago. Uh, was it personnel? Was it coaching? Was it a mix of both? You know, probably probably both. Right. And so if he can uh, bolster that point, I'm interested, um, uh, Clarence, uh, you're not a person that is on the beat, so to speak, for the University of Texas, but you're intimately familiar with what it is to be a Longhorn. Uh, you follow the team. I know you do and, and try to keep up a little bit, even though you're out of town, you know, wherever the Cowboys are that week or what have you. Uh, what was your initial, I mean, is this your first interaction with Steve Sarkeesian as the Texas head coach? And what did you think of that? Yeah, that was my first interaction. I've, you know, I've, I think I've messaged him a couple of times, but you know, it was the first time we met face to face and, and, you know, it, it was cool. He, he was fine. Uh, you know, I, it, yes, I don't cover Texas, but I follow Texas intimately and I tweet a lot about Texas and, and I know he's seen some of my tweets and, and, and whatever else. And, and so, uh, cause you know, I, you know, uh, so yes, we, we, it, it was fine, you know, and I, I, you know, as a journalist, you know, just the coach speak jumps out at me because, you know, he was talking to the fans about the NIL and transfer portal. He was like, we lost three receivers last week to the transfer portal. Did you push them out? <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I did don't you know. Just, did you bring in three receivers? Are you trying to get another one? I mean, I don't know if you could have got Jordan if you'd have kept these other receivers. I mean, you may not get them, but you just got the guy from Alabama. I mean, so what were those guys supposed to do? I mean, so you know, the woe is me. We lost three receivers, and so we, you know, we got to show up this position. I mean, I think that was on purpose, wasn't it? I mean, you guys know better than me. I, I hey, I think that I think that a couple uh, of those were went to him and said, Hey, I want to transfer. And they said, okay. Um, I think a, a couple may have went to them and said, Hey, I'm thinking about transfer. And they said, Hey, wait a minute. I, I think that's what happened. Right. And so right. now you have a good point. What do you, what do you think of his, do you think his demeanor as a Texas alum, do, what do you think of his demeanor? You know, and we talked for, about for that not to a certain extent with me, but you know, I, I, cause I talked about the sense of urgency and he doesn't to me display a sense of urgency. And that's just, he says, that's not his, I mean, Del Conte, that's not his style. You know, I'm not a 
in your face screaming, you know, kind of like, like the OU coach who comes in and, and looks good in the press conference. I mean, I, I think he's done a good job rallying the fan base and looking the part, you know, and, 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 and Sark is more like Pete Carroll kind of laid back and, and, you know, obviously the results matter, but I would say this, and I would, I, I and it's that the, one of the problem with Charlie and Tom is they didn't have the sense of urgency. And they thought they had more time than what they had. You know, and we know this fan base. I always say, shit, you know, Matt got fired with eight wins. You know, you're not going to have too many five and six win seasons to stick around. No, I agree. You I know, agree. so, you know, you know, you can say there's no sense of urgency or, or I got to say, you know, whatever, you know, but you won five games last year. You know, you know, it's, I don't know if, if seven is, 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 is suitable for 2022 and they're not to be some questions. And, and, and so, uh, so that demeanor, you know, is different, you know, and, and, and again, the bottom line is you have to win. And, and, and he said, you know, they're doing everything they can to win. And, and you, you point to examples. Yes. What they're doing, transfer portal, going to Garrett, Garrett Patterson, you know, going to, you know, you know, certainly getting a quarterback from South Lake, you know, that means that we're not settling for what we did last year. We understand that we need to make changes and they need to win now because they do need to win now. I mean, you're not going to the SEC with, with two straight losing seasons or a 500 record. I mean, that's that's, that's certainly not going to be uh, the case. And, and for a fan base, we know that they will write a check on you in a minute. Yeah. As they I, don't, I, I as two coaches. I think you're right. I mean, I, I think that, you know, Texas does not – does not take lightly to losing, especially in football. I mean, it's just, it's not a, it's not a thing they do. Um, question for you, anything else you picked up that you thought was interesting from last night? Uh, what did I think of? It was something I wanted to bring up and I just told you, just told you when you get old, things slip your mind to a certain extent, but uh, you know, certainly you, you saw the stuff on the Longhorn network and certainly that uh, Del Conte has kind of tried to walk back today, but I mean, he was right. I mean, people get, you know, the, the film, I mean, it is not, you know, it, it is the history channel and you get so, you know, you can only watch the 1969 championship game or the 2005 championship game for so long. You can only watch Vince Young run into the end zone for so long. And that is partly because of the failures on the field. Cause you would have more things that show. They don't show losses, <laughs> right? You know, if you've had more memorable games in the last, decade you know it, it, it may be a different story about the long on that word but i think that's a failure in the program as well in all the sports in basketball and football that you don't have more highlights to show on there and certainly you you know it's hard to to fulfill that 365 24 hour t- you know time bomb you know with, with old highlights big crossover between the longhorns and dallas cowboy fans uh it's the for a lot of people it's the longhorns on saturday and the cowboys on sunday oh no doubt uh, yeah, what 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 do you think of the Cowboys this coming year? Well, I would say this: that you're talking about fans, and, and I know Cowboy fans, especially the ones who are not Longhorns fans, will be pissed off. But they're the same, you know. Historically, they're, they're they've been considered a wine and cheese crowd. It's like the Texas fan base. We you know we love them, but they're not A and M, Arkansas, Georgia, as far as rabidity of games. You know, it's the same thing with the Cowboys. Great fan base, historic fan base. You know, all over the world, but the stadium at AT and T Stadium and Texas Stadium has never been like Washington, Philadelphia, the Giants, and 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 Cleveland, the Dog Pound. It's just just a different crowd, you know. And 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 so you know they they are the same. And I would say that you know to me, Texas is like the Cowboys and the Yankees. That 
they haven't won, but people keep talking about them. Everybody talks about them. that. That that's all you know. Whether the draft, all of that, they they keep talking about Texas because you know people love to hate them. In their you know obviously they have a huge fan base that they, they love to love them. But but going in, on to the Cowboys, um, you know again I I think that Mike McCarthy is in a similar position. He has to win. You know it, it's you know you've had two years. There was never a honeymoon. In Dallas, you know, you, you you've had two years here. You know, Sean Payton is out there waiting in the wings. You know, and 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 you, you they've made a lot of changes this offseason. Getting to the playoffs, winning a bad NFC East is not going to be good enough. It's not going to cut it. I don't think they've improved as a team during the offseason. You know, based on some of the moves, they they certainly have not re- improved at receiver. Losing Amari Cooper, losing Sergio Wilson. And what they've gotten back, uh, you know, they hope they'll be better just in a second year out osmosis under Dan Quinn. Hopefully, Dak Prescott is better just because that's a full offseason for the first time in three years, you know. But you know, the clock is ticking on 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 this team and, and and this current group of players, and certainly on the coaching staff. And I think Kellen Moore is one of them. You know, he got exposed a little bit toward the end of the season. He was this hot shot offense coordinator, and all of a sudden, you know, people weren't getting open. Yeah. Um... The Cowboys literally are the Joneses, right? right <laughs> Texas right. says that, you know, Del Conte may say we're still the Joneses. Well, the Cowboys literally are the Joneses uh, to a degree. Uh, Cowboys, the one thing I will say, um, I don't watch a ton of NFL football. Just I, I'm usually working on Sundays for recruiting purposes, right? Whenever that's when the cr- recruits are home and coming back from visits. Uh, but I will say I've, I've ca- caught a, a few of them and Micah Parsons is phenomenal. Oh, he's yeah. a phenomenal football player. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. And Michael Parsons was somebody they fell into. Yeah. You know, they, they were going looking for cornerbacks and they were gone. And so they took Michael Parsons and, you know, he is going to be the next great defensive sensation at a in, in tremendous rookie year. One thing they did in the draft this year was they tried to build around Michael Parsons with some of the people they picked and, and they hope to build on what he did as a rookie last year. Cause you know, he could have won defensive rookie, defensive player. He won defensive rookie year. Could have won defensive player of the year. And, and getting back to the Jones and NIL, you know, I think Texas and, and some of these teams, you know, can with the NIL can be what the Cowboys would be if there was no salary cap, kind of like the Yankees in baseball. Lean into your money, you know, be, you know, if Jerry Jones didn't have a salary cap, he would go buy all the best players. He will tell you that, you know, obviously there's a lot of criticism how they're managing the salary cap and they're being cap strapped because they do have a cap. If there was no cap, Jerry Jones would, 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 would buy the best player that Buddy could buy, the best team that Buddy could buy. And that's kind of where we are in college football with NIL. And, and some of these programs, A&M certainly was an example of it, you know, recruiting, lean into your strengths. And that's what Texas needs to do. Be proactive, lean into your strengths, be the Yankees and buy the best players. Uh, Clarence Hill, Fort Worth Star Telegram, longtime friend. Uh, I appreciate you, bud. It's good to see you. Uh, continued good work and uh, best wishes to your kiddos. Okay. All right, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Have you. a good one. Take care. Lucky land casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha. In my dentist's office more than once. Actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.